0: with this other covenant and law that Jesus is asking us to do. So the first foray is is a set of six sayings that kind of uh, contrast what the Torah or the law says about things like killings, um, sexual immorality, uh, divorce, oaths, vengeance, and treatment of enemies. And then he Mm -hmm. says, you've heard it said, this is what the Torah says, this is what was said on Mount Sinai, but I say. And he's saying something new. And as Ian was saying, sometimes these are called antitheses, but they're not contrast. It's not like Jesus is saying, the Torah said this, but I'm saying something completely different. Just do away with that. No, he's saying, the Torah says this, and I'm upping it up. I've just made it an exponentially higher standard. So they're not antitheses, they're intensifications. This is scary. It's no longer that we don't want to kill. Bravo. It's that we don't have anger or contempt. No longer is do we circumscribe the appropriate way of hating our enemies. But we're called to love them. This is like such a high standard. The next one is the audience of one. This is our last week. And as you see, I'm rolling through there. And the the language there that we focused on was the idea of hypocrites. So we understand hypocrites now to be those fakes, right? But it was really cool because Ian said, actually, hypocrites is just Greek for professional actor. I'm like, okay. And it's because they, like, we can't possibly meaning don't act. Anyways, it's a long story. But the big thing was that Jesus is saying You know, there's things that you don't do, and then there's things that I want you to do. I do want you to give alms and pray, and uh, what are the other ones? Alms and pray, and I forget that. Fasting, fasting, oh yeah, that's why I forgot. (laughs) Yeah, so, but you know, we have a tendency, and we're social creatures, we regard one another. We learn, that's how we learn, that's how we talk. We're social creatures, but when it comes to our spiritual disciplines, there's a real tendency especially among those who are God devotees, to live out our disciplines as theater for the world to admire and applaud. I know that one very well, unfortunately. And Jesus is saying, do your spiritual disciplines for an audience of one. There's only one person who this really matters to. When you pray, go into your closet and pray to your father in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. This sense of secrecy and the audience of one. I'm coming to a close. So it's a real temptation, I think, for us to portray the Sermon on the Mount as an impossible set of ideals that have absolutely no pragmatic application to our lives at least not life as we know it, that maybe when we get to the millennium, whenever that is, or whatever that is, that maybe we can practice it then. We have to have the courage to look at the Sermon on the Mount clearly and it's really sobering. And if it made you at any point question whether you really want to be a follower or a devotee of Jesus, that's a good question to ask. In fact, many and maybe even most of the people who were listening to Jesus when he was around, they kind of decided, I don't think so, it's, it's too hard. It's actually easier to be a religious person, just like this generic God devotee, because even though it seems very demanding to keep the Torah and all of its rules, at least it's sort of attainable, and you can hang out with other people who are doing the same thing with you, And it feels kind of good, you know? It feels good to to be good. The behavioral codes and the different interpretations of the Torah were sometimes called yokes, you know, things that people, like, like a set of behaviors and approaches that they would take on themselves. And there was a kind of comfort in that yoke. But being righteous with respect to our inner states of contempt, anger, lust, fudging, or hate, or acting authentically to an audience of one, it really feels impossible. It is impossible. I don't know about you, but I feel spiritually destitute when I read the Sermon on the Mount. I am spiritually destitute. So that is why I want to finish by listening to what Jesus had to say in Matthew 11 to those who had been trying so hard to be righteous. And now they recognize the enormity of the challenge that it is to be Jesus' follower. He says to them, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke on you and learn from me. For I am meek and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. How can that be, how can this burden be light? I want to say, one of them is that we are in the stage of the new covenant, but the other thing is, because Jesus opened the way for us first. He does not ask us to do anything that he did not embody perfectly. And we hide ourselves and our imperfections in his perfection. Who do you know who was so poor that this person depended on the generosity of others to eat every day, and in fact said that even foxes have holes, but he didn't have a regular place to lay his head at night? Who is that? It's Jesus. Who wept and mourned over the suffering of his people, both at present and coming? Who was so meek that he was led like a lamb to the slaughter and never opened his mouth? Jesus, who hungered and thirsted so much for rightness that he gave up all his security and power to bring it close to others? Who exhibited unflinching mercy, even in the face of infectious disease, ritual uncleanness, and social disdain? Whose commitment to peace was so profound that he became the son of man, rather than clinging to his legitimate identity as the son of God? Who was persecuted to death for rightness? Who did humans revile and say all manner of evil against him? This is our master. This is who we are following. And he did all that to usher in the new covenant where the Torah is no longer this external thing, but the Torah is written on our hearts and in our minds. So as we come to the table to receive the grace of bread and wine today, I want you to invite I want to invite you to receive also a new Jesus invitation to his followers, his devotees, his apprentices, when he says, come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light.